0: what's going on everybody you've got the cardboard coach here with your boy coach co and team we've got here a very special guest today we've got sharon sheridan from on it athlete how are you doing T? Uh,
1: doing great very excited to be here and uh really looking forward to the conversation
0: i am happy to have you um I'm especially happy to have you because I feel like not enough people know who you are but also what your company is uh i'm i'm I think that not enough people i think that people should know and that's what that's what I meant by it I think that people should know and that not enough people know so let's start off by um introducing yourself what do you do Sheridan you work with on it athlete what is on it athlete
1: yeah so we're a a print company that specializes in trading cards, sports trading cards for college athletics. Uh, we work with uh, whole teams. So instead of just picking out star players off each team, we focus on whole team NIL deals where every player on the roster, usually including the walk-on athletes as well, are part of our sets. And we do a variety of other things in addition to trading cards. We have a big card product and uh, wall cleans, similar to kind of like a fat head. Posters. Yeah. But most people know us for our trading cards that we make for college athletes.
0: Amazing. And so for these college cards, uh, most people attribute college or their, the way that they associate college cards is, you know, like prism draft or it's uh, basketball or football. But you guys do several different sports, correct?
1: Right. Yep. We obviously, the biggest sports we do are college football and college basketball. Yeah. We do women's basketball, volleyball. Uh, we're actually going to do golf for one of the unreal with gymnastics, wrestling. So, we really go across a really broad spectrum of sports, uh, in college athletics. And our goal is to work with over 7,500 athletes this year on trading card deals. So,
0: I think that's incredible. And you know, when we start talking into the whys, I, th- the listeners will find out exactly why it's even more incredible. But I want, to, I want to stop you really quickly and talk about some of the really interesting parts about this. Number one, I think that, first of all, you, can we talk about the PSA thing?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah? yeah. All right. Yeah. Do you want to Good. talk about that?
0: Do you want to talk about that? And then I I can go yeah. through the whole, my whole thought process after that.
1: Yeah. So I met Chris Carlin at the Mink Collective in Las Vegas this year, and I didn't have a booth set up. I was an attendee. I was there to learn, uh, really wanted to have product that people that are deep in the industry loved and appreciated. And so I was there as an attendee, but I got to walk around. I showed Chris Carlin, who's a like a vice president or president of PSA, PSA, uh, some of our packs of trading cards. And he liked them and said, Hey, give me some of them and, and send in kind of your set list, And we'll see, you know, whether or not you guys can qualify to be officially graded by PSA took about a month and a half, two months, but heard back and, uh, they approved us and so yeah our, our buyers people that are you know out and acquiring the cards can now send them in and we've had a few of our buyers early on shoot um some screenshots back to us of mint tens and that, that's an amazing film and the first time we saw that it was like you know you almost wanted to cry yeah right. yeah i mean that
0: must have been like a this is like a coming of age moment right from like start yeah. to finish so yeah. uh, before we get into your story, because I really want to know about it and I want everyone else to know about it too. I think that this is pretty cool and pretty special. And I mean, if anyone knows me, I don't support a ton of, I mean, number one, ripping wax. <laughs> and, and number two, um, when it comes to like, up and coming companies, I'm like, I kind of want to like, see it. I want to see, like, feel it out. I want to like, yeah. let's see what happens. Um, I think it's very cool that you... Don't just—you haven't just jumped on the like hot things. So you haven't just jumped on like the the football and the basketball. And in fact, you know there's like there's women's softball. There is like, I I mean so many things you mentioned—gymnastics, wrestling. I think there are so many athletes that get featured in these in these sets, and that it must be an incredible feeling as an athlete, and in this interesting collecting space where we're always kind of looking for the first of uh whether it be like individual athletes or uh well i guess it's individual athletes but you know whether it's a team sport or whether it's a sport like wrestling for instance it would be very interesting to see you know someone's first card in like a you know given the fact that you you make cards for everybody somewhere down the line one of those people becomes like a a very noteworthy individual either in sport or in like everyday life. Um I mean, we saw this previously with the Miami hurricanes, uh Dwayne Rock Johnson card that was like a perforated out of sports illustrated. You guys have taken it one step further. It's not like a, a cutout in a magazine. Like these are legitimate trading cards. And, you know, later on in the show, if you're watching visually, you're going to see me open up a pack, maybe even two, And see what these things look like. Because I've seen them firsthand. And these are like, these are legit trading cards. These are not perforated. I should also mention that like the packs, I can't explain the feeling of them. Like they feel, they're like, there's a distinct texture to these packs. And um, maybe you want to elaborate a little bit on that later. But I just wanted to give you my two cents on, on where you guys fit into the space and how I think it's very cool that you're giving... Uh, collectors an opportunity but also athletes an opportunity uh, essentially to get recognized like early on where uh, I mean I guess there there hasn't been a lot of recognition in the past unless you're like a football or basketball player maybe a Mm -hmm. baseball player right and that's pretty much where it's capped out for the most part
1: yeah yeah Yeah, that's Traditionally, you know, there, I think there's a growing trend of collecting college trading cards, but the industry still pales in comparison to professional sports. Yeah. Then when you look at the kind of Olympic sports or yes. basketball sports, yes, they probably haven't even ever seen a card for most of those sports. And one of the things that became apparent to us as we started to get into the college space and creating trading cards is how many athletes were just, we weren't capturing or weren't doing deals with, but those sports all have their niches and diehard fan bases that really are passionate about their sports. Those athletes are passionate, their families are, but there, a lot of these sports have big followings. Yeah. And um, the fans of those sports are just extremely passionate about those athletes and those athletic teams. And we're like, Hey, the runs might not be as big of a run that we do for football, but you could still do a, a run for like, honestly, softball, for instance, at Alabama, 3,500 packs. They sold really well. The fans were super passionate. I think um, the deal that we did with Montana Fouts to autograph cards was the biggest deal we did for any athlete, the highest paid deal we did for any athlete. So it was really fun to go on there and make those cards I think they're one of our best sets that we've actually ever made. And we made some really cool specialty cards as well. Some parallels and uh, one-on-one signature cards in that set. And, yeah. So um,
0: I, I think that element is really cool too. I feel like the fact that like, because some sports and, you know, maybe specific teams don't have the same prints. Like again, if like one of these per- people pops off in like just life, like it, it's a super scarce you know, like it, it. there's just not a lot of these that are out in, in circulation, truthfully. So I think there's just so many cool collecting elements here. You briefly mentioned that there's parallels. And uh, I think that when people, again, when you're talking about like full team sets, I, I don't think that people think that that, you know, the set is going to have parallels. It's not going to have like one of one's autographs even. So like, I want you to talk about that. I want to talk, I want you to talk about, yeah. Oh, what kind of parallels are there? Are they yeah. serial are they serially numbered? Like yeah. well, talk to me about your process here.
1: Yeah. So our standard pack looks like this. And like you said, it has a silk, we call it on it silk. So it's a specialty fill that we nice. put on the packaging. Uh 14 cards in a pack. They are uh collegiate license company approved or CLC approved. Some of the universities uh, use FLM or Fanatics licensing management, so we're also an FLM vendor. Um, 14 cards come in a pack. For a football team, there's probably around 100 to 120 athletes on the team. Yeah. So We mix it up. We use a random number generator to create the sequences, and then we use a weighted distribution formula that we created to weight the starters so they show up a little more frequently than the non-starters. But if you buy a pack, you're really going to get a great representation of the star athletes down to the walk-on athletes. So everybody's going to be represented in our packs really well. Um, and then what we found from going to these shows and trying to really dig deep into the industry and be diehards about what we're doing is people were like, "Man, you should come up with some of the variations because our signature cards are pretty rare. They are they are all serial numbered, and we only do hand autographed cards. We don't use stickers. I get to be with you know right on the card. Yeah. What we found is, man, it would be cool to have a few other specialty series that come in the packs as well. So we come up yeah. with our Series, which is a matte black with gold foiling, and then some uh, really cool parallels off of the base card.
0: Uh, that's amazing. So. That's 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 great. I mean, the first thing I thought of when when we first started talking about like these sets, I I I thought it would be a base set, right? Like again, like you think about college athlete college athlete cards that are not like basically Panini, truthfully, right? Like, and yeah. you think of like perforated stuff, stuff that really hasn't. I had much time and attention and love put into it. And, you know, then we start talking about a company that's creating, you know, full sets. And again, you think like a base set and like, that's still really cool. But the fact that now there's like, there's parallels, there's, there's so many, there's like different refractors, autographs even on card autographs. Like, I think there's, there's a lot of very interesting components to what you guys have come up with here.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and with all due respect, we really appreciate what some of these other trading card companies do. Yeah. They they, they make world-class cards, and they're great companies. What we found, though, is we felt like we had a great niche in the collegiate space to come in and do something special for college athletics. Partially, we're kind of locked out of pro sports because of the licensing rights. Yeah. We don't have them. But in college... Uh, there was a there was an opportunity to come in and and acquire the licensing rights from the university so everything we do is officially licensed product we don't make anything that's non-licensed and then we're able to work with college athletes and get them excited because of just the profit sharing opportunities we share around 40% of wow. the revenue with the athletes so it's a wow. great deal opportunity for them and then, uh, like you said, um, we felt like in the college space, nobody had really given it that much love or attention to detail. So we came in and we wanted to showcase how legitimate we were trying to make our product. I mean, that we live, breathe, and sleep. The quality of the product, I preach it every day. It's, we, we have a lot of really cool things we're going to be rolling out. But at the end of the day, it all starts with, do you have the very best product? When somebody looks at your edges, your corners, your surface, your designs, your elements that you're putting on the card? Are you pushing the envelope? Are you doing new and innovative things? And then does the quality match what, you know, uh, people that have been collecting cards for decades expect out of a top quality product? Did
0: someone say quality control?
1: (laughs) I love it. And I love to hear that that's
0: like one of your main focal points. I think that that's so important, right? Especially when it comes to, I mean, these days it's hard enough to like get hits and then when you get those hits, you have to bank on the quality control of those hits being good. It's like you get hit by, from two sides, right? You're like, man, I, I I, got this hit against all odds and it's incredibly off-centered and there's terrible edges. You're like, or like a, surf, a massive surface issue. You're like, how did this happen to me? You know, like, yeah. how did this happen to me? Yeah. So Sheridan, we, talk uh, to me a little bit about... A sorry, it. It. Pardon?
1: Uh, we, use a, we use a real thumb here on it. It's if your child were to get that card... Any card that we yeah. produce, especially the signature cards, how would they feel about that? And what experience would you want them to have? And so, we've had some painful things happen where one player accidentally signed with Goldie too quickly. We told him you have to let these cards dry for thirty seconds before stacking. Yeah, and he stacking before the ink had dried, and so we had like thirty cards, and we're like, "Well, what do we do?" And I was like, "Hey." Just follow the rule. Would you want your son or daughter to get that card if that was the one big hit they got? Yeah, it kills me not to include them in the deck, but but in the series. But we 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 have to match the standard of excellence. We can't let it slide. You know, when when people see our cards, we need to make sure that they love what the product that they're getting, that they're passionate about it, they're excited about it, because that's how you build a rabid fan base. That's how you get people to be like, man, no, these guys are legit. They're yeah. Up and coming, I might not have heard of on it yet, but everything I'm seeing so far, I really like and love what they're doing.
0: I love that. So let's talk about, I mean, on it, up and coming, right? Where does on it come from? Like, not necessarily the name, but like, where does the vision come from? I know we talked about, there was like a, a, obviously a, a hole in the space where you guys thought that you could really grow. Um, but you know, was it just strictly like a business decision? Like, where does, where does this, this come from?
1: Yeah. So me and my business partner, both collected cards for a long time. We both hadn't really collected cards for about 10 to 15 years, depending on which one of us you're talking to, but yeah, but we de- definitely had a passion for it. I mean, I have, I mean, my wife kills would you know, wants me to throw it throw them away all the time. So many Always. cards, you know, and um, where I'm storing them and, uh, but I love them. And I, I was super passionate about it when I growing up and, I love collecting cards and, and my business partner's the same. But um, we sold a prior company and we had this massive print operation, all this specialized equipment, and we made this set of cards for my uh, my business partner's son's uh, 10-year-old flag football team. That's really we cool. Went all out. We went all out, made it yeah. as nice as we possibly could. And the parents saw them and they loved them. And like two days later we were sitting around in the office and I was like, you know what? Like I haven't seen Boise state roll out a set of trading cars. And I know that athletes can get paid now through NIL. We should call them up and just see. So they actually were willing to take the meeting with us. We made some sample variations off different car types we could potentially produce. Yeah. They loved them. And they're like, well, we're going to give you guys a shot because you know, you're local, you're right here and it looks like you're legit. So we made the cards. We made ten thousand two hundred packs for Boise State. We weren't sure how many to produce, but we yeah. like, okay, kind have a shot in the dark, and they sold out in twelve days. And people really? Like, hey, yeah, they sold out. They like, really? Yeah, but like uh, it was crazy because uh, we the the news covered the story. A lot of the stores that are being sold out had to put um, pay, like, like, so like signs up. up. Yeah, signs up saying yeah. sorry, cards are sold out, and so yeah just kind of created a frenzy here in this market. And that's when we knew like, okay, we might be on to something with what we're doing. And it it's really cool to see how the coaches, the team, and then the community rally behind this whole team concept. They know when they buy a pack that every athlete on the team's benefiting financially. And then it's kind of a feel good story because it's not just an NIL deal only for the star athletes. Yeah. NIL deal for everybody on the team, which the coaches love that, right? Because they're like, yeah, of course. This is uh, this is gonna bring the team together. Yeah, no, it's a team. It's a team apart.
0: sport in in most cases, yeah. right? Like,
1: yep. And so that's kind of how it started. And then we had the chance to work with Cal, Oregon, and Washington last year for football, and then Gonzaga for basketball, Alabama for basketball, and then we got Alabama um, softball and baseball. And then in the interim, as we were doing those uh, follow-on runs. We had connected with a lot of colleges and some had reached out to us. And we're probably right in the ballpark of around 42 uh, major Power 5 programs that we'll be rolling out this year, starting with football and, and then some of the uh, some volleyball teams as well, at these universities, and then rolling into uh, winter sports and spring sports at many of the universities.
0: That's impressive stuff. And so this is you guys yeah. have only been operational for two seasons now. This is going into your third.
1: This is going into our second year. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All so, right. Yeah. Like
0: 42 licenses already.
1: Yeah. Yep. And some, some, uh, we're working with Ohio State, Texas, Alabama, LSU. Some like, big names there, man. Yeah. Maybe the biggest one. Yeah. Yeah. So Those are really big names exciting. A lot of high expectations, high hopes. We, you know, we have a, uh, huge expectations on our shoulders and we definitely want to deliver in a big way. And every, um, we don't duplicate designs, so every team's going to have their own unique um, package and run and base card set and custom signature cards and uh, parallel cards that will be unique to each team. So we really want each fan base when they get the cards to feel like we hit the nail on the head for what the athletic sports at their university mean and um, kind of build in elements that are really special to that fan base and to those teams.
0: That's incredible. And, and I mean, a huge element as well is that you see these stadiums packed. I mean, college stadiums have among the most, they're, they're, they, there's more fans in college stadiums than arguably yeah. any other uh, venues, almost globally. Right. Like, and yeah. so realistically with that kind of passion and dedication, like it only makes sense that there's just this massive collectability element. And I, it, it just doesn't make much sense to me anyway why some of the college stuff doesn't do as well as, as I think it should. And I'm not telling anyone to go out there and buy college stuff, but just based on just the, the the sheer love and dedication towards like the, the schools that I've seen like die hard. Like you graduate from that school, like you die for that school. You know what I mean? Like decades yeah. later, alumni, like still repping that. Yeah. Um it just it didn't really make much sense to me that there wasn't like more love for for college cards in general. And I mean that that doesn't seem to be the case if, if there's the full teams and like like you're talking about right now, right? Like it's it's, it's a yeah. just very it's a very interesting space. And um you know, I I too am am I'm excited to kind of navigate it like w- while seeing you navigate it, but also like the sport as much as I can because I I think that I mean, you got
1: some legs here. Yeah, we hope so. I mean, we, we feel like we're on with something. And um, we, we hope that we can establish ourselves as a company that fans really love and appreciate, you know, what we're doing. And we, we believe, kind of like what you said, that there's this huge underlying current for fans that want to support their university, want to support the athletes that are attending there. And like you said, when you – if there's that – there's a real passionate fan base in here in in, here in the United States for college athletics. And so we feel like we've tapped into that and hit a vein and um, that we're kind of, we are creating a product. That's really resonating with college fans. And we hope that we can really exceed expectations this year and blow it out of the water and, and help, Uh, bring a whole new generation or a whole new era of card collectors into the industry really is what we're trying to do. Yeah.
0: Well, the everyday person, right? Like that's, yeah. yeah. And like from a, like a school level, right? Like this is, which is pretty interesting. I will say another, I mean, element that's fantastic is, and I mean, we've talked about this is the fact that these, some of these athletes move on. And in fact, I would say like the vast majority of these athletes move on. And like, if they don't become pro, I mean, realistically, they never really benefit from from their college career, right? Right. And so you're giving them an opportunity with that 40% revenue share to to benefit off their college career, like while they're still playing. And right. I think that's a ma- that's huge.
1: Yeah. And that's honestly one of the main reasons why we share so much of the revenue with the athletes is pro sports. Those athletes usually have multi-million dollar contracts yeah. to, for the athletic side of the business, right? For playing on the court or on the field, where college athletes, most of their money-making opportunity is tied to deals, NIL opportunities. And so we see them as vastly different. And honestly, because we're a startup company and because we're directly using the player's name, image, and likeness to create our product, we're like, hey, let's treat them as if they're business partners. Yeah. And we we know we're making money because of their name, image, and likeness. Well, like so, it wouldn't exist if it wasn't. Yeah. With them, Right. Like it's like right. yeah, so yeah. We're like, hey, if we pay, yeah. These, if we pay these pay uh, these men and women really well, and they see how passionate we are, and they see the product. Hopefully, we can create this tidal wave of positive momentum behind our brand and what we're doing. And, and then build excitement within the college athletic community, the actual athletes themselves about how, how we treat, how we treat them and how we go above and beyond to try to, you know, share as much of the profit profitability and revenue as possible with them.
0: That's awesome. Can we talk? Um. So I, so far it's all been hunky dory and I love that. I love the positivity. Yeah. Are you, so obviously fanatics been making a lot of moves recently. Yeah. Um, a lot of the industry is if they've been in, in, in if they if they've been in the industry for a while, especially if they own certain segments of the hobby or shop owners, distribu- distributors. Um, a lot of them are somewhat weary and or I don't know if afraid is the word, but for the argument's sake, let's say kind of afraid of what fanatics could do to uh mm-hmm. whether that's like limit what they're capable of or perhaps divert revenue streams um are you worried with fanatics aggressive pursuit of i mean essentially like owning everything in the industry
1: yeah and i do respect michael rubin's uh strategic mind the way he does things is so interesting and yeah that he's very um they like to, they like to dominate the industries they're in. Yeah. Um, they they want to do extremely well. So the the trading card space is no exception to that. Obviously they've done a, a really incredible job of locking up the contracts in pro sports. And yeah. uh, they do have some exclusivity uh, that's rolling online in the college space as well. Some of these universities have signed exclusive deals to work with fanatics and tops um, in the future. And that's kind of why we're we're hoping that um we can have a symbiotic relationship. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's gonna happen or not. I guess we're gonna find out. yeah, the way we we see ourselves is we really want to be a company that's expanding the audience for collecting cards, yeah, and we bring a lot of new people in that yeah, either- like collecting
0: license stuff, even. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like like yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. yeah, so. What we're hoping is that by not selling packs of cards that just have star athletes, which is kind of tops and Panini's business model, especially in the college space for sure. And then also not selling solo autograph cards. We're really focused on selling just our whole team sets of cards. We do have autograph cards, but they all go into the packs. Yeah. So we don't sell them for high high price or higher margin. All of our autograph stuff literally all the getting, same
0: packs. There's no like yeah. different tiered packs. It's like they're just the same. Yeah. Packs.
1: All the same right now. And yeah. so like the Brandon Miller autograph cards we made, I saw the last one that sold on eBay sold for $599. Wow. Got that out of it. Well, cause same. it's
0: on card too, right?
1: Yeah. 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 So I mean, So that's, that's pretty big. Yeah. $12 99 cent packet cards. That's what somebody bought that in. And so that's And we're like, okay, if we stay out of Fanatics way in the solo trading card space and the star packet card space, and they see us as this whole team provider, my assumption, and I could be wrong on this, but my assumption is that if Fanatics did get into the space, they're probably only going to want to primarily focus on football and maybe men's basketball. Yeah, We've been yeah. a great partner to so many of these universities wanting to do a broad array of sports, men's and women's sports across an, a huge spectrum of yep. Sports we're doing. We're even doing a mixed set at one university for uh, cross country and track and field. Wow! Uh, so we we really do go across a very broad spectrum of sports, and we're hoping that top sees us as hey, if we're going to allow one company to kind of coexist, let's have these guys be the company. They're focused on whole team deals. Yeah that it, and then they're focused on all these other sports there's that, no
0: way that tops i mean they may be but uh the, but the printing capacity for making all of this stuff and making it quality for every single sport every single player you know like that's it 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 just doesn't i mean it's something very specialized and you guys have been doing great yeah. at it so far right but like a company like tops is yeah. like, do you move into that space i don't and know
1: all of our equipment is set up to do small batch runs we use digital print presses and everything we do is we can do big runs. We can make up to 15,000 packs in a day. Wow. The way our machinery works and the print operations work and the packaging operation works, it's all done to be able to do small batch runs as well. So if a team does just want 2,000 packs of cars made, we can design that and produce it and package it within a matter of days. That's impressive. Uh, Whereas I don't think tops is going to want to go back and recalibrate all their machinery and then their distribution model to do that. Yeah. And So we're hoping that they see us and there's enough pushback. Honestly, we're hoping in the next year or two as we do all of our deals and we pay the athletes as much as we're paying them and we're great partners to the university that there's a groundswell of positive momentum and like, hey, these guys pay the athletes tenfold what any other company does. They make really great products. They pay the university really well for the licensing rights and the product sells well. And the fans really like this whole team deal. Like, can we please allow these guys to keep doing what they're doing? Yeah. We're like, Hey, we'll stay out of tops way and fanatics way. We're not trying to mess with them. We know how talented they are. We know how big they are. We know how dominant Michael Rubin and his organization are. We're just operating our limited lane here of whole team NIL deals. And we're not trying to, you know, oh we, yeah, yeah, they're right. trying to take we're market right. share from people. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like,
0: yep. yeah, like I mean, collectibles is such a broad space, right? And that's kind of, I I will say that I think you're doing a great job, like from a ground level, truthfully, right? I think a lot of times as collectors, we forget that the everyday person it probably isn't like a collector of sports cards, right? Like, and and so. You know, finding a way to make those relevant for everyday people, perhaps it's through like yeah. school pride at at yeah. at, a, at a at a college level, right? Yeah. Like we yeah. and we think that just like throwing marketing down their throats is gonna like magically force people to buy stuff. You know, like oh right. look, uh, right. I don't know, little babies opening a pack of sports <laughs> cards. You're like, okay, well that's yeah. really cool for people who are in the space. They're like, oh my god, this is unreal. You know, yeah. But my sister doesn't give a flying shit that little baby opened a pack of sports.
1: Cards. Oh, all right. Right. You know? So yeah, I have a lot of thoughts around this, man. Yeah. This yeah. Yeah. Let's hear him Let's talk, hear him Let's I talk go. i talked to my team about a lot. Yeah. Um, let's go. Like that. So this is my idea, right? Yeah. I, I think of a, a football stadium, like you said, college stadiums, they're pretty massive, especially yeah. for, so let's say there's a hundred thousand seat stadium. If you could put a heat index over every seat where there was somebody that actually would buy trading cards in my mind, I see like four or 5,000 of those seats light up. Yeah. 95,000 seats or not? Yeah, lit that's and correct. Like, how do I get an extra 20 to 25,000 seats lit up? And so, a big part of what you're going to see us doing, and some of the great innovation that we're rolling out this year, is really fan engagement experiences. Yeah. Okay. We're never going to sacrifice the quality of the card, but what I mean by this is, what if you could go into a a, a a virtual room, like you pull a card out that gives you a one-on-one opportunity to basically jump on a meeting like this? with the star quarterback, like in real they, time, real time, get to ask them questions and then they can digitally sign, digitally sign something. And if they want us to print that out on something cool, we'll, we'll a poster or whatever. We'll do that. Or imagine pulling a, a specialty card that gives you a one-on-one dinner with Nick Saban at a nice steakhouse in Tuscaloosa, right? It's experiences or a lot of these athletes hold summer camps. So let's say it's a Bo Nix, you get, there's 20 spots to attend Bo Nix Summer Passing Academy, right? At University of Oregon. I mean, we're talking about some
0: pretty, some pretty cool stuff right now, man. Like, is is this stuff that you think you like, you guys can make this happen?
1: Yeah, no, for sure. You will see something. Yeah, you'll see this this year. In addition to that, it's a little bit better than a
0: Tops follow back, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. which <laughs> we, we honestly heard them roll that out at the Mint Collective. We're yeah. It's like, a really cool idea. Yeah. And then we we also heard uh, Brianna Ionescu who played at Oregon and then now she's in the WNBA talk about what she thought would be interesting. And she talked a lot about at the Mint Collective because she was one of the keynote speakers. Yeah. How do you create more engagement between the athletes and the, the fans? And so, one of the ways we're going to be doing that through our product is rolling really out our favorite series. It's a trading card series, um, just like any of our other series that we already make. But on the back of the card, instead of just having just traditional stats like passive, attempted, completed, yeah. touchdowns, receptions, yeah. you're going to have the favorites of that athlete, like their favorite food, their favorite shoe, their favorite music artist, their favorite vacation spot, their favorite class. Their, you know favorites of their life yeah. so you actually start to get to know these people as humans not just as athletes so we're doing it through the product and then we're doing it through unique and individual customized experiences for the fans at each of these universities another way we're doing this which we're doing we're it out at four universities um in a couple weeks we're, we're flying to the university ohio state has a fan day oklahoma has this fan day experience. And at these universities, we're going to allow kind of like Panini's hometown series in a way. Yeah, we're going to allow college or at these big events, we're going to allow fans that are 10 to draw the backdrop for trading cards. We're going to segment it by age, like zero to six. Yes. twelve, thirteen 13 to 18 and then older. And then they're actually going to draw the backdrop of like, we'll prompt them like, what does Ohio State football mean to you? you know don't add in players but just draw the backdrop and then we're gonna overlay some of the the star athletes on the team onto those backdrops for the cards and then on the back of the card we'll designate the fan or the like family. designed
0: by like yeah, like scotty by, or something yeah scotty exactly. age seven or so you know yeah. like that's that's pretty yeah. cool that's so we're cool.
1: mixing in cool and fun ways what well, we think and where we're really this is what i think will happen if we're if we're successful and able to Prove ourselves and survive is that over time, companies like Tops and Panini and Upper Deck and Leaf, these companies will see us as innovative in the space, but also as a company that's bringing in a whole new demographic of card buyers in creating cards. Some because they love the quality of the card, but some because just like some of the collectors, they chase those signature cards or rare parallels. We want people to chase the experiences you know and then because they're so tied into the college a lot of people love they're very loyal to the college that they attended yeah hoping that it you know instead of just having like i said go back to that reference of a hundred thousand seat stadium and only four or five thousand seats light up when you talk about who's actually interested in buying cards well when you combine the cards plus the experiences and the uniqueness of some of our sets we're hoping that maybe 20 or 25,000 seats like Light up in a hundred thousand seat stadium. Yeah, and if we do that, that's a quarter. That, that's a quarter that. of it.
0: You know, that's that's yeah. that's big. That's big time.
1: And we hope that if if that works, that Tops and Panini, all these other cards companies in the industry benefit as well by bringing in a whole new segment, a new demographic of people. Maybe they start by buying our packs of cards, and they realize, wait, this is really fun. I'm really enjoying this. And then they go on to whatnot, and they start doing breaks and yeah, and NBA packs of cards. And yeah, they love that and. It just introduces a whole new wave of people into the industry. That's what we really want to do. Yeah. Creative and innovative ways to create deeper engagement between athletes and fans.
0: Yeah, no, I, that's the one thing that I was going to say. Like I, the, the most promising thing that's coming out of this conversation with you and a lot of the things that I'm seeing from essentially top right now, right, is I, we saw the MLB All-Star game just happened they had their fan fest and a focal point of that was sports cards, you know, like like on MLB, like they're breaking packs, they're giving away packs of cards to the kids. Like these are things that like kind of took place before, but there wasn't as much of a heavy push on that. And so, you know, between the the, the heavier push to like get product in people's hand from tops, mm-hmm. you're on the ground working with these universities and and you know, really these athletes these diehard fans trying to get some sort of collecting element to happen here. Like the, the, there is a massive push. And you will probably going to see maybe in 10 or 15 years, what, I mean, what kind of collectors result like because of these pushes, right? Like it's very obvious that the industry is trying to get more people into it. And so that's, it's kind of a, it's a wonderful place to be in, even though, We don't really know where we're gonna end up, but the fact that everyone's like, let's try to get all of our friends. Let's try to get my mom collecting. Let's try to get my sister collecting. Right, like, you know, to my point about like little baby opening packs doesn't doesn't entertain my sister, but like, my sister went to university, and she was a a pretty big. She was like a diehard like golf, like went to golf everything. Like she, golf university in Toronto, in uh, in in Ontario and uh, she was like at football games at at like lacrosse games at, you know what i mean like just like someone who participated yeah. a lot in in yeah. in the festivities right so i yep. think of her and i'm like you're way more likely to collect a card of your friend on it than you right. are to collect i don't know like julio rodriguez because you saw him on a commercial do you know what i mean right. so Yep. Like, so that's a really cool element as well. It's where like a hundred thousand people, let's say even if they don't like collecting cards, I'm sure they'd still feel really cool about owning a card uh, that like of their friend or friends on it. Right. So yep. on it. there you go. Punny yeah. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: what you're saying is exactly what we, what we talk about and think about at our company all the time. It's there, there's so many people that are passionate about college athletics. They're not passionate about trading cards. Mm-hmm. love sports in general and they'll go to events they'll go to the games they love being there and it's just how do you how do you just get them over the hump how do you get them to 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 get to the point where they're like hey you know i'm gonna buy this pack maybe it's mostly because they want to support their friends or they're doing trying to chase some experience but you get them to the point where they're actually going to make a purchase of the cards and that's all we're hoping for we don't know where it goes from there but if we can get new people that haven't done it before to go out and buy a pack of cards so maybe some, that's it. Maybe it ends there for them and they're like, hey, it was cool. These cards are nice. It's not my thing. But maybe to a lot of people, it's like, hey, I didn't get the experience, but I love the cards Yeah, and I'm going to go buy a couple more packs and I can't wait to see what comes next. And they, and then they find that they're really passionate about it and really love it.
0: And then they pick up these packs and they just want to rub them on their face because of the, <laughs> the material. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, serious. So that, I feel like I could file off my uh my calluses on this pack, man.
1: Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. they have that silk, that silk fill, right? It feels so yeah. nice. But here's the funny story about the these the, the packaging, because uh as as nice as it is and nice as it looks, we, we were kind of scrambling to come up with that. So I told you we went down to Boise State, they said, Hey, we're gonna give you a shot. So we knew we could make incredible cards and we do everything in Boise. We design the cards, we uh, produce the cards, we cut the cards, and then we package the cards yeah. all, all here at our operation. Well, we got to the point where we're like, we had the designs ready. We had everything ready to run the cards and we're like, what are we going to pack the cards in? So we're like, Oh, we'll just buy a fin sealer machine. That's easy. Right? Well, they're really hard to find basically they're not really manufactured in the U S. So it was going to take like three to five months to get one from overseas. And it was going to be like five or $600,000. And we're like, well, we have three weeks to have the product in market. That's what we call voice. So we had this CNC machine. Basically it's like, uh, we do a lot of prototyping on it. It's a bunch of different unique shapes and stuff on it. And so we're like, hey, we're going to have to come up with our own custom packaging. We're not going to be able to use the foil wrap or something like that. We have to come up with our own unique packaging, and we basically have, like, two days to get the prototype done and, and make it. So we did it, and then we put that silk finishing on it and design on it, and then we started to fill it, we're like, man, honestly, it's, we feel like it's the best cart packaging in, out there. I, so I have not felt one, like
0: – not even and like I know I know I've been joking around about like how like smooth it is and it is but like I want to show this to people who are visibly watching so like it looks like a very 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 professional pack of cards here though and I'm actually going to open them up because yeah I want to see what people I want to see I want people yeah. to see rather what yeah. they look like This is the Huskies Yep
1: University of Washington Yep which is a fun set to make. You got Michael Penix Jr. right there on the front of
0: the. And I mean, packs. even the, ph- the photography is.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, come on, man. That's yeah. a solid card. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even pumping your tires right now. I think I got like an autograph <laughs> or something here. And you said there's autographs in this set, right?
1: Yeah, there it is. One out of 10 packs have, yeah, had an price. autograph.
0: Yep.
1: And if it's, you open There is tape- one here, right? Is that what you said? Uh, you might. I mean, I don't know if it's an upside
0: down card. Does that mean it's an autograph? No. Oh, you got me a little excited there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you you have a chance, you might hit them. They usually get put into the middle, so it's kind of right in the middle of the packs. But uh, and then the basketball ones, the basketball, the first football sets, we didn't have our blackout series, but by the time we rolled out the basketball sets, we had our premium blackout cards. So, yeah might hit one of those too. Cause they're, they're in there, but
0: these are solid, man. Yeah. So talk to me, uh, what can we do to help get you a little bit more exposure? Um, you know, what, where can people find these packs?
1: Yep. Yeah. We sell the packs, um, in a few spots. So we usually work with the on-campus retailers, whether that's Paulette or legends or the local shop on campus or shops, Okay. Um, we usually try to find one major retailer in market. Surprisingly, the best retail partners that we have a lot of success with are grocery chains and convenience stores like gas station chains. Yeah. Because they see so many people go in there, and it's just a great impulse buy. They see their team. That's their where I
0: bought my first ever uh, like pack of i my my yeah. first thing I've ever collected was stickers, and the first the yeah. first I was from a convenience store. Man, literally walk yeah, into a convenience awesome. store. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And yes. then, uh, we sell also directly on our website, on Beautiful. Yep. So if you go there, you'll see all the sets that we make up there and, uh, you can purchase them there as well. So, um,
0: how else can people support? Yeah. Obviously I mean, buying your product.
1: Yeah. Following us on any of our social media channels is great. Another thing that's really important to us is we feel like the best ideas come from fans. And so we want to hear your feedback. We want to know what product you want. We want to hear your ideas and you, you might be surprised. We'll probably, if it's a good idea and we think we can do it, we'll probably bring it to life and and make it a reality. So, you know, like I told you a lot of the different ideas that we're rolling out, some of those came directly from fans. So um, it's, it's been a lot of fun. We did our first um, fan created trading card. We had one of the star athletes come into our office and, uh, the family that selected that athlete met us there and they got to design this upcoming edition, a specialty card uh, with that with their family and that athlete together. So experiences like that that are just once in a lifetime memories, um, we're all about that. But that idea came from fans. And so any ideas you guys have or things that you would like to see? From our company, and you know we're a startup, so we're going to take risks. We're going to push the needle. I'm sure we'll try a few things that maybe flop, but we're definitely going to push the envelope and see see what we can do to create that next level engagement between the fans and the athletes. So far, I am
0: uh, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of you. I'm a fan of the set. I'm a fan of. Uh, yeah, man, I'm a fan of on it. So, Sheridan, I really appreciate you jumping on the yeah. podcast today. Team, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of The Cardboard Coach. As Sheridan said, please check out On It Athlete on Instagram and, uh, I mean, support uh, your local college athletes, please. Yeah. For now, Coach Co and On It Athletes are out of here.
1: Yeah.